Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. While you're chiming in, while you're coming in, everyone say hello. Good evening to you. God bless you. God bless you. Hello, everyone. While you're chiming in, say hello. Good evening. God bless you, Diane. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, God bless you, Mom. Everyone say hello as you're chiming in. Do me a favor, um, like and share if you don't mind. If you don't mind, like and share for us. Thank you so very much. Hello, how are you all? Hope you all have been having a great day. It's Tuesday evening. Yes, it is. It's our Bible study, Biblical Tuesday Biblical Tools. Yes, our Bible study. And so we're happy that you have stopped by and joined us and, and will be joining us on this evening. Hello. God bless you. God bless you, Pastor Davis. God bless you. Good evening. Hello, everyone. God bless you. We are excited that you all are here with us on tonight. I'm excited. I've been battling a little bit with my um, allergies and sinuses, but we're good. We're here tonight. We're here tonight. God bless you. Do me a favor, like and share if you don't mind. Please do so. Thank you so very much for being so kind. God bless you all. I, we're about to do part two on tonight. Yep. If you was with us last Tuesday evening, we did um, part one, the X-Men, the time of the remnant. Yep. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being with us on this evening. Thank you so very much. God bless you. Like and share if you don't mind. We're also live on our YouTube channel, Pastor BJ Connections. We're also live on our YouTube channel, um, Pastor BJ Connections. So if you, um, if someone misses this and want to see this a little later, then you can always go to our YouTube channel as well. And if you go to our YouTube channel, Pastor BJ Connections, then subscribe to our channel. We have some more things that are coming up. And I'll probably be coming on a little bit more regular Um especially starting next month. So um, like and subscribe if you don't mind. We're here for Tuesday Biblical Tools Bible Study with none other than yours truly, Pastor Brenda G. Jones. And so we're excited to be with you on tonight as always. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for chiming in to Overcomer Outreach Christian Center. Thank you so very much where we are overcoming and reaching out to build God's kingdom. We are overcoming and reaching out to build God's kingdom. So we thank God for you. Say hello when you chime in. Say hello. I appreciate you all chiming in. God bless you all. So um, we want to, um, I want to do some little housekeeping before we start, some announcements before we start um, into our Bible study. So I think we have some, um, some people up here now. Um, so do me a favor again, like and share. 
Okay. Um, so um, for those who don't know, um, we're on YouTube as well. We have our podcast, which is Pastor BJ Connections. All of our channels are Pastor BJ Connections, except for this uh, Facebook channel, as well as our church page, which is Overcomer Outreach Christian Center, which is attached to our Facebook page, Brenda Jones. And so you can um, um, like those pages as well. But we have some wonderful things that are coming up. And so I'm excited about that. First thing first, for those who have not, please register. We have until October the 8th. Don't wait to the last minute because I want to be able to get your registration packet to you. If you have not um, registered as of yet, please register for our Bow Summit 2020, which will be convening October the 23rd through the 24th. You can register on our website. And so we want you to register to be a part of this Bow Summit. What is Bow Summit? Bow Summit is business, oil, and worship. Business, oil, and worship. Everything I do um, promotes or leads back to the kingdom of God because that's who I am. I'm a child of God. So uh, we want you all to um, register for our Bow Summit that's coming up October the 23rd to the 24th. On that Friday night, we have none other than this prolific prophet, man of God, Bishop J. Donald Edwards of the Dream Center, Raleigh, North Carolina. He will be with us live on that Friday night um, for our Bow Summit. And he's going to pour into you all. And however the Lord leads him, he's going to speak a word into your life that I guarantee you that it will change your life. And then not only that, on that Saturday, that Saturday, you have to RSVP. You have to register for that Saturday because we have none other than the woman of God, Tiffany Montgomery, who's a multimillionaire, who has um, been recognized in Essence and, Evans, Essence and Ebony magazine, as well as, well as some other uh, well-renowned magazines. Um, you can check her out. She has a millionaire's conference every year, as well as um, the entrepreneur university that she has um so she has established the Entrepreneur University. So Pro uh, Prophetess Tiffany Montgomery will be with us on that Saturday morning at 11 a.m., 11 a.m. Saturday morning for our Bow Summit. You have to register for that. And registration is really, really small. It's $35 registration. If you register, then you get your registration packet and we'll send that out to you ahead of time before the Bow Summit comes. Business, oil, and worship. God bless you, uh, Sister Keisha. God bless you, Keisha. We thank God for you all chiming in. God bless you, Um Pastor Sabrina Lewis, my sister, love you much. God bless you. So um, register for the Bow Summit. You don't want to miss it. Business, oil, and worship. You don't want to miss um, um, either night, Bishop J. Donald Edwards, or and you don't want to miss Saturday where you can um, come into a private session. And seats are limited. Space is limited. It's $35 real small. You should be able to do that. That's not a problem. It's especially if it's going to be something that's going to enhance your life, not only spiritually, but naturally. God is calling us. We should always be in the marketplace, but that's a whole nother lesson. We're going to teach about that prior to um, the Bow Summit, Business, Oil, and Worship. And so we want you all to um, take part of that, take part of that. Then um, 
Um, so we thank God for you all. And so you can register again on our website, which is scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Register for us. Okay. Yes. Listen, um, I'm excited. This Saturday, this Saturday at 12 noon, I want you to chime in either on my YouTube channel, Pastor BJ Connections, or um, our live podcast, Podbean, Pastor BJ Connections, or Facebook Live. We will be Facebook Live as well. This Saturday at 12 noon, 12 noon. You don't want to miss this. I am so honored. I am so happy that this man of God, this great man, um, um, Thomas W. Dorch Jr., the chairman of 100 Black Men of America. He will be with us this Saturday at 12 noon. We'll be talking with him. We'll be conversing, talking about some very poignant topics. We'll be talking about his organization that he is the chairman of, 100 Black Men of America. He will be with Pastor BJ Connections live on next on this upcoming Saturday, Saturday the 15th at 12 noon. You don't want to miss it. You do not want to miss this. So chime in, be with us. We'll be also discussing his book, The Miracle of Mentoring. The Miracle of Mentoring. We'll be discussing that book as well, um, his book as well. So you don't want to miss that this coming Saturday at 12 noon. Pastor BJ Connections will be Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Pod being live during that um, interview in that conversation, okay? So we thank God for you all being a part of that. Come on, let's go. Let's dive into our Bible study tonight. That's our announcements. And please don't forget tomorrow morning at 6.30 a.m. What do we have? Breaking update prayer conference call. 15 minutes can change your life. If you have a prayer request, if you have something that you want us to be praying with you for, and you want us to pray for that thing on tomorrow morning, you can send it in ahead of time. If you would like to do so, send that into our email address. Um, either one will be fine and we'll get that. Just say breaking of day prayer call. Just say breaking of day. You don't have to do all that. Say breaking of day and you can email your prayer request in to that on tonight. Hello, everyone. God bless you all. We are about to dive into our Bible study on tonight. I know I had some announcements prior to, but I wanted to get those in and out of the way. All right. So let's get into Bible study on tonight. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We bless your name, God. We thank you for allowing us to gather together one more time for this time of Bible study. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord God, for your presence. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you, Lord God, for being our savior, our redeemer, the lover of our soul and the forgiver of our sins. Father, we come, Lord God, to learn more of you, that our walk will be, Lord God, that we'll have a closer walk with you, God. And we ask, Lord God, that you will be with us on tonight, Lord God. We ask that you allow self to sit down and you stand up boldly on the inside. Lord God, hide me. Lord God, get the glory and the honor out of my life in Jesus' name. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, let it be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen, amen, and amen. So let's go to the word of God. We are back talking about we are back talking about um, part two, um, the X-Men. That's what we're talking about. The time of the remnant, the time of the remnant. We are in part two 
on this evening, the X-Men, the time of the remnant. So tell somebody, share with somebody, we are going into the word of God on tonight. So let's go. All right. So last week we talked about the X-Men, the time of the remnant, and just a real, real brief recap, please either go to my YouTube channel, go to my podcast. Well, actually it messed up last week. So it's not on my podcast. It messed up. Um, um, but also go to, uh, or scroll down our page and you can, um, look at the video from last week. But we're talking about the X-Men, the time of the remnant. And we came out of the book of Isaiah, the 37th chapter, and we're going to read the 30th through the 32nd verses. Get your Bibles in your hand. Yes, I'm paper Bible saved. Look at that. I'm paper Bible saved, right? Paper Bible saved. All right. So get your um, Bibles in your hands. This is or your electronic devices. However, you, you, you read the word of God is you know, the day and age that we're in. All right. So let's read Isaiah, the 37th chapter, the 30th through the 31st, 32nd verses. Here begins the reading of God's word. And this shall be a sign unto thee. Ye shall eat this year such as groweth of itself and the second year that which springeth of the same. And the third year ye sow and reap and plant vineyards and eat the fruit thereof. In verse 31, and the remnant that is escaped of the house of Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. Uh, for out of Jerusalem shall go forth a remnant, and they that escape out of Mount Zion, the zeal of the Lord of hosts shall do this. The zeal of the Lord of hosts shall do this. So when we talked about last week, thus far the scriptures, all right, so when we talked about last week, we talked about um, um, the X-Men, the time of the remnant, and that's where we're, we're on our part two, part two this, this week, part two. So what happens, all right? We talked about uh, I'm comparing this or using the analogy, if you will, of the X-Men series. Some of y'all know the X-Men series, which are Marvel comic book heroes, right? Marvel comic book heroes. And we talked about... Um, that the X-Men are superhero teams of mutants found by Professor um, Charles Xavier that are dedicated to helping fellow mutants and sworn to protect the world at large. That's what they are sworn to do. So um, um, we talked about that there is that the time that we're living in, that God is calling forth a remnant. There, there's been a remnant that has been sitting back. There has been a remnant that has been taking a backseat. There has been a remnant and there is a remnant, not has, but there is a remnant that has been waiting for such a time as this, that's going to come forth and that's going to help shift the body of Christ and this world to where it needs to be at pertaining to the prophetic, um, um, the prophetic uh, uh, words that need to come forth from the word of God. They're shifting this time. They're helping to usher people to where they need to be. They're, uh, they're here to uh, uh, shift what God needs to take place, all right, in the world and in the body of Christ. So there is a remnant that has been preparing behind the scenes. And now God is saying, I'm about to bring them forth and to the forefront. Okay. So when we talked about remnant, those that are ones that have been in the background, those are the ones that have survived when they should have never survived. Amen. I'm a remnant, right? Um, um, those, the ones that are looked differently upon because they did not run with the crowd, the ones that did not fit in, in the norm, um, the remnants, those, um, are the ones that, um, people did not acknowledge the fact that they had an anointing on their life or gifts and talents on their life, but God is bringing them slowly 
really to the forefront, okay? Uh, of the ones that who, who have fought and survived. So, all right, we talked about that on last week. We're just doing a quick recap, a quick, quick, quick recap, because we want to dive into part two on tonight. So what happened is that we said that the problem is that people are finding it difficult to shift because we are stuck in the complacency of what was, right? Coronavirus has really taken us out of our norm, right? It has shifted us to a place that we have never seen before, a time that we have never dealt with before. And now we're trying to reestablish or establish a normalcy in this time in which we're living in, right? So the difference between everyone else and the X-Men, the remnant, are that they are used to being different and not flowing and living in the same manner of everyone else, right? So that's what we talked about. Um, um, we have to remember, and we talked about why we need to remember what was and adjust to what is and what is and be, and be prepared for what is to come. We talked about that, that we need to remember what was. We need to adjust to what is, and then we need to prepare for what is to come. We talked all about that on last week. Go back uh, again on my YouTube channel or go back um, uh, uh, on this live feed um, as down my timeline, and you'll be able to actually um, revisit what we talked about on last week, part one. But now we're dealing with part two. So um, we talked about all of that. And so now we want to dive in. All right, as we told you before, this is the time of the remnant. The X-Men are superhero mutants founded by Charles Xavier. Um, they are dedicated to helping fellow mutants and sworn to protect the world at large. God bless you. God bless you, um, uh, um, Sister Kimberly. God bless you. Uh, God bless you. Um, God bless you, Aunt Trish. God bless you. So listen, let's dive into part two. Tonight, part two. Now we read Isaiah 37. That's our focus, focus, focus um passage, right? For the for our Bible study lesson. Isaiah 37, 30 to 32. So when we dive into this particular passage of scripture, we find out that there is a king by the name of Hezekiah. And during this time, you have a, a prophet by the name of Isaiah. Yes, that's what you have. Uh, uh we so when we dive into this 37 chapter, um, the synopsis of this entire chapter is that God will deliver his people. That's the brief, that's the whole synopsis of this chapter, that God will deliver his people. Uh, um, somebody say or type, God will deliver his people. That's what we have to realize. And that's what we have to know. Y'all, my allergies are bothering me and my sinuses have been terrible. Um, my, um, so somebody type or somebody says uh, uh, in the chat box, listen, God will deliver his people. God will deliver his people. That's what we have to understand. And we have to know that God is going to deliver his people out of everything that we're dealing with, out of everything that you're going through, out of everything that has been coming up against you, where you see that you don't have, when you feel like you don't have a way out, God said, I'm going to deliver you out of that, which seems to have you um, boxed in. God will deliver his people. Coronavirus, COVID-19 has boxed us in. It has really put in, uh, 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 shackles on us, whereas though we can't do as much or do or go as where we used to want to go and do the things that we used to do. It has really, right, right, had put shackles on us, but God is going to deliver us out 
of COVID-19 as well. Um, so here we find out Ezekiah receives threat from the king of Assyria of pending doom. So now Hezekiah, because there's a lot that's going on during this time, right? Uh, uh, there's a lot that's really going on. So he see, he receives this threat from the king of Assyria uh, of pending doom. Assyria's army is currently um, and, and was conquering other nations and overthrowing kings at this time. So now king of Assyria has this reputation before him that whatever nation or whatever region or whatever land he goes into, he conquers it. He conquers huge armies. It doesn't matter. And now he's about to overthrow. Um, he's overthrowing kings. And now he's saying that he wants to overthrow the king of Israel, which is Hezekiah. And um, so before we dive into chapter 37, because y'all know I got to lay the foundation as to get you so that you can really understand what was going on and how did we get to this place in chapter 37. So when we got, when we do that, we have to jump back to chapter 36. Okay. So let's go back to chapter 36 real quick. All right. When we go back for chapter 36 for a moment, we find out that in the very first verse, the Bible tells us that it's the 14th year of King Hezekiah's reign and uh, uh, the king of Assyria, Sennacherib, is um, on the scene, all right? It's but it's Hezekiah's 14th year in his reign. Look at this, all right? And when you look at the number 14, when you look at the number 14, 14 is uh represent represents or means deliverance or salvation. Deliverance or salvation. So Hezekiah was in a very crucial time and year of his reign because guess what? He needed God to deliver them from the hands of their enemy. So here he is, he's in his 14th year of reigning and 14 means or symbolic to deliverance or salvation, all right? So now we have the king Sennacherib comes to fight at the wall of Judah and he sends, he sends personal representatives to this wall to speak to Hezekiah, the king over the Israelites in Jerusalem. He sends these representatives and what happens? Now you have to understand that Hezekiah, he sends out representatives. He sends out great men and great positions that holding key positions in his kingdom, he sends them out to meet these men of Assyria. And so you must understand that at the same time, and while before all of this happens, guess what happens? Hezekiah does something because he hears of how the king of Assyria is attacking all these regions, is attacking all these nations, and he is having victory over the kings and the kingdoms there. And so what happens before all of this, Hezekiah does something uh, foolish. I would say that it was foolish. Hezekiah does something. He goes and he goes to the king of Egypt to help protect them from the king of Assyria. We find this out in chapter 36, verse 4. Uh, uh, Hezekiah goes to Egypt asked the king of Egypt to help protect him and his kingdom over the for uh, against the king of Assyria right Assyria representatives come before Hezekiah representatives and he tells them and the and Assyrian's king representatives mock Hezekiah and says that he is a fool for this alliance Woo. 
Yes, he is. I agree. He was a fool for this alliance, right? He is a fool. All right. Let me tell you why Hezekiah was a fool. Because here it is. You go to a king that in times past in your history and lineage has actually kept your people in bondage. My God. Right. He has he goes to this king of Egypt and he asks the king of Egypt, who in times past has kept your people in bondage. And now you go to him and you want to have an alliance with him and you want him to help to protect you and your people from the king of Assyria. My God, Jesus. Right. He was foolish in his actions all right god says be careful who you align with during this time you got to be very careful who you align with during this time because you can't misstep and do a foolish make a foolish decision because of what something looks like or because of what you're hearing from the enemy my god all right. You cannot align with just anybody in this season of your life. All right. If you're part of the remnant, you can't align with anybody in this season of your life. So let me help you out. So the X-Men, let's listen, let's let's look at this, right? When you look at this series of the X-Men, I love these series. I really do. I really, really do. All right. So when you look at this uh, series of the X-Men, what happened? The X-Men had to be careful with whom they aligned with because uh, there was two sets of X-Men. There were two. There were two sets of X-Men. You had the X-Men that were with uh the Mag with, with Magneto, right? He was he was bad, right? Magneto was the bad one, right? And then you had um you had the X-Men that were aligned with Charles Xavier that said that they want to amen save the world and protect the world. But then you had Magneto who says, mm, nah, I don't want to help the hum I don't want to help the humans. They don't like us anyway. And I'm just paraphrasing, right? They don't like us anyway, so we want to destroy them and we want to destroy their world, right? So you got to be careful who you align with in this season of what God is doing in your life. This is your golden nugget for this evening. This is your golden nugget. Your golden nugget is there is always an opposing force to get you off focus and off track with God. My God, there is always an opposing force to get you off focus and off track with God. Anytime you're trying or you're taking a stand and you want to stand for Christ, there is always going to be an opposing force my God. You can't align with an opposing force. No, you cannot. All right. So anytime that you are trying to stand for what is right and you're trying to stand for Christ, there is always going to be an opposing force. I have a question for you on tonight. I have a question for you on this evening. Whose side are you on? Who's on the Lord's side on tonight? Because if you're on the Lord's side, then you're going to amen come up against an opposing force. Amen. When you name the name of Jesus, there's always going to be some, the enemy is always going to oppose and try to impede your progress and block your future. My God, don't you realize when you name the name of Jesus and God has a calling and you're part of the remnant and you are the chosen one, don't you know that the enemy will, will always try to impede your progress and block your future? But I am 
so glad that the Bible says in 1 John 4 and 4, for ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. My God, hallelujah, right? Amen. Hallelujah. 1 John 4 and 4, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You got to understand something that because Christ lived on the inside, the enemy cannot conquer or have be victorious over you. Somebody type in the chat, X-Men. I am an X-Men. I am an X-Men. Somebody type in the chat, I am an X-Men. Hallelujah. This is why you are an X-Men. Amen. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Amen. Somebody type in the chat, X-Men. This is why the enemy cannot stop you because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I don't care what the enemy do or how he tries to do it. He cannot stop what God has planned for your life. Hallelujah. Come on, give God some praise because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. God bless you, Elder Blunt. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Because you are an X-Men, you have the capability to do what others cannot do. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. Because you are an X-Men, amen, you have the capability of doing what others cannot do. Amen. They have a DNA. You got to understand something that X-Men have a DNA that is not like everybody else. Amen. Amen. Their DNA is not like everybody else. Amen. They have what they call the X-Gene. That's what the the story uh, of the X-Men, they have this this chromosome called the X gene, right? And so when you are of Christ, you have something different than what everybody else have. The Bible says in Daniel 32 and B, but the people that know their God, amen, the B clause, but the people that know their God shall be what? Strong and do exploits. There is something that is greater in you, amen, that God has to fulfill and bring into full manifestation in this time, in this era. You are as chosen as a remnant for such a time as this. You got to understand that God is making room. The Bible says that your gifts will make room for you. And some of y'all don't realize that right now your gift is making room for you. God said, I got to set you up and I got to put you in a specific place, in a specific position. Amen. For a specific people. My God, you got to understand that you are an X-Men in this hour. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The time, amen. Time, the time of the remnant, the time of the remnant. So now, so now when we look at the 36th chapter, because we went back so that we can bring you forth so you can get the fullness of what God is saying. So now what happens in the 36th chapter, the sixth verse, uh, um, the Bible says that uh, uh, they tell the men of Jerusalem, amen, that your Egypt, listen with the, listen, even the king of Assyria realized that the alliance that King Hezekiah made with the king of Egypt was a dangerous ally. You, you alliance was dangerous. That's what they tell them in verse six. They said the men from Assyria tell the men of Jerusalem that Egypt is a dangerous ally. Why would you align with somebody whose history has been totally against your life? My God, hallelujah. They placed you in bondage. So he tells them, he said the men of Assyria tells met the men of Jerusalem. Listen, that alliance with Egypt is foolish. It's 
dangerous. Amen. Even your enemy know when you're making a stupid mistake. Even your enemy know, my God, hallelujah, when you have really got off the wrong path. Amen. Hallelujah. So look at what he says. He says, the your alliance with Egypt is dangerous. So the Bible says in verse 7, the 36th chapter, now the men of Assyria began to talk about amen, who they worship, who Jerusalem worship. The men of Assyria I mean, started talking about amen, amen, who Jerusalem worship. They said, isn't this the God, amen, that you worship, who kings who, who, excuse me, who your king set up and tore down the altars in the temples of the other gods. Amen. He said, isn't this that God? Don't y'all serve that God? Amen. So in verse 36, amen, chapter 36, verses eight through nine. Now, now, amen, amen, they're mocking Hezekiah. And they says, we bet, we bet you that you don't even have 2,000 men. My God. Listen what the enemy says. I bet you that you all don't have 2,000 men. He says, I bet y'all King Hezekiah don't even have 2,000 men. He tells them, he gives them a proposition. He says, if y'all had 2,000 men to go into battle against King Assyria and his in his and his army, he said, if y'all have 2,000 men, the King of Assyria will give y'all 2,000 horses for these men to ride on. My God, look at the enemy mocking. Amen. The Look at the enemy mocking, amen, the children of God. Look at the enemy taunting them, saying, listen, y'all don't even have enough men to go into battle with this king of Syria. Y'all don't have enough people to go into battle. But how many of you know that all God needs is a remnant, hallelujah, to win the war? My God, hallelujah, that's all he needs is a remnant. He said, your army is too small. That's what the king, the, the, the representatives from uh, the king of Syria, he said, your army is too small. It's too tiny. So how can you think that you will conquer and prevail over us? How are you going to think that? Somebody say X-Men, the time of the remnant. Somebody say X-Men, the time of the remnant. Come on, give God some praise. All God needs is some X-Men. All he needs is a remnant to accomplish what he's trying to do. Come on, give God some praise. Right. So so he says that he says, how are y'all going to prevail? Y'all too small. Y'all don't have enough men to conquer us. We have a great army. We have a mighty army. Y'all don't have enough men. So now when we get to chapter 36 and I'm trying to go through this because we're going to do a part three. Right. We're going to do a part three on tomorrow. Part three. Not tomorrow. On next Tuesday. Part three. I told y'all we might go three parts. I told y'all on the first video, but we're going to go three parts. I'm going to show y'all. I'm going to show you. Lord God. Hallelujah. Every time I dive into this, God gives me more and more. So we're going to have a part three on this. So listen, so here it is in, in chapter 36, the 11th verse, look what happens to the men representing Jerusalem. As they're standing there, listen to the men of from Assyria, right? As they're standing there, listen to uh, the Assyrian men, look what happens. They they begin to tell the Assyrian men, uh, the men from Jerusalem, they say, listen, hey, amen, speak in uh, Aramaic. Speak. I want you to speak in Aramaic. We can understand you in Aramaic. We, 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 we understand you. We want you to stop speaking in our native language. 
They tell them, they say, stop speaking in our native language. We don't want you to speak Hebrew. We want you to speak Aramaic. We can understand you in Aramaic. Uh, why? Because they did not want the people in Jerusalem to hear what the Assyrian men were saying. They did not want them to hear that. Listen, so they tell them, they said, listen, we can understand what you're saying in Aramaic, but we want you to stop speaking in in Hebrew. Why? When the, when the Assyrian men were talking, they were not just talking face to face. They were yelling out stuff. They were talking in, this, in a loud voice so that the people on the wall can hear what they were saying. So those that were looking down, those were bystanders. They can hear what was being said. So now the men of Jerusalem is telling them, speak in Aramaic. We can understand you. Amen. Because we don't want the people on the walls to hear what you are saying. In verse 12 in 36 chapter, the enemy has a reply to that. He says their king wants all of Jerusalem to hear what they are saying. Look at that. The enemy is trying to invoke and provoke fear in the people. Ha, ah, Jesus. Let me tell you something. Sometimes, amen, hallelujah, it's not good to be a bystander. Amen. Sometimes you got to let people figure out what they're going to do with their own situation. Sometimes it's not good for everybody to bring everything to you. Sometimes you got to realize that you got to guard your ear gaze in this time in which we are living. If you're part of the remnant, if you are the chosen, if you are the X-Men in this hour, in this time, you got to learn how to guard your ear gaze. Oh my God. You got to guard your ear gaze. People can't talk all the, all everything to you. People can't say everything to you. People should not be able to bring everything and anything to you in this hour. You know why you got to guard your ear gaze? Because when you guard your ear gaze, amen, it gives you complete access to God's voice and God's voice only. My God, you have to be able to hear clearly what God is saying in this time, in this hour. Jesus, you got to be able to hear what God is saying without any distractions, without any interference. Y'all know how it is. If the signal, if you're listening to a radio or you're, or even on your cell phone or even that TV, it, you know, if the signal is not clear, then the picture is fuzzy or the sound is distorted. And that's what you don't need. If you got too many things coming into your ear gate, then what God is trying to tell you and get your attention about, it becomes distorted and you will not be able to hear clearly what God is saying. So you got to guard your ear gates. Somebody type that in the, in the chat. Talk, talk about guard your ear gates. Guard your ear gates. My God. Amen. So this is where, amen, hallelujah. So now when we read down, we find out from the 14th through the 17th verses, right? This is where the Assyrian men mess up. They begin to talk about God himself. They begin to really talk about God. They said, don't let Hezekiah, the king, talk, talk um, you into trusting in the Lord by telling you that the Lord will, will let you be conquered, will not let you be conquered by the king of Assyria. So they said they tell the men in Jerusalem, they tell the people where they can hear it, the people that are bystanding, the people that are standing on the wall, they begin to tell them, they said, listen, they listen, 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 they said, uh, don't, they, they start talking about God, they said, listen, don't let this king of yours, Hezekiah, begin to tell 
tell you that the God that you believe in, hallelujah, will not, will save you from the king of Assyria. Don't believe that because the king of Assyria is going to conquer y'all. Listen what they're telling them. The, the, the enemy is invoking fear. He is invoking fear in the people. He begins to tell them, he start talking about God, that God is not capable. He begins to talk about God, that God can't deliver the people. He begins to talk about God, that God cannot, amen, keep the people, amen, from going into bondage. He begins to talk about God as if God is not the greatest power. Oh my God, you got to know that God is the greatest power in your life right now. You got to know that God is the only one that can deliver, that can deliver you out of your situation. My God. So they said, don't let Hezekiah the king tell you a lie. That's what they're saying. Don't let him lie to you. That's what they're saying. But how many of you know that God is not a man that he can lie? He's not. Hallelujah. If he said it, he going to do it. God said that we are more than conquerors. We are victorious through him, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. We got the victory already. So the, the uh, so Hezekiah men, amen, they stand there, they listen to this. And at that same time, the Assyrian men, they make a proposition to the people on the wall. Now, listen at this. Now, they're supposed to be talking to the representatives of Hezekiah. But now they're making a proposition to the people on the wall, the bystanders around. They're making this proposition to them. They said, give us your presence. They said, in other words, give us your gold and your valuables and open the gates of the city and surrender. That's what they said. They tell them, they said, give us, give us, amen, give us the gold, give us your valuables, open up the gates and just surrender. That's all you need to do. That's what the enemy will like for you to do. The enemy will like for you to just surrender and succumb to everything that you're going through. But you know, but the devil is a liar. You know, God can deliver you out of whatever you're dealing with. Amen. Look at what they offer the people. Look at what the enemy does. He offers the people because right now times are a little rough right now in the kingdom. Times are a little rough right now in in COVID-19. Times are a little rough in the time in which we're living, but times were rough back then, amen, in the kingdom, right? In Jerusalem, times were, were, were a little rough. Look what, the, look what the enemy offered the people. He says, let each of you, if you are, to, if you surrender to us, if you give us your valuables, if you give us your gold, look what he tells them. He tells them, he says, each of you will have your own farm. Look at the enemy. Look at the enemy. He's appealing to their to their to the land. Like you'll have your own land. That's what he's telling them. He's like, you'll have your own farm. God bless you. Hey, uh, hey, Alyssa, God bless you. Hey, Sister Gloria, God bless you. Amen. Look what he tells them. He he appeals to, he appeals to what they need. That's what he does. He appeals to what they need. He says, listen, he says, uh, you'll have your own farm, your own land. Not only that, he tells them, he says, you'll, you'll also have, be able to have your own garden. In other words, you're going to have food. 
you'll be able to have food which you need because some of y'all y'all know you're hungry you there's a need that needs to be met even in this hour there's a need that needs to be met oh my god there's a need that needs to be met but god said don't succumb to the proposition of the enemy don't succumb to what the enemy is telling you don't act like you god can't deliver you don't act like god can't be a supplier of all your needs according to his riches and glory Oh God, yet come. God said, Hallelujah. Don't listen to the enemy. God said, I will take care of you and I will deliver you out of everything that the enemy has put you in. My God, I don't know who that's for. I don't know who God is talking to, but God says, Somebody, the enemy is going to make a proposition to you and it's going to look real good. But God said, Don't you take that proposition. Don't you say yes to it. God said, Trust me, even in this hour. Trust me with everything that you're going through. Trust me that I got everything in control and under control. Trust me that I'll make a way out of no way. Trust me that I'll heal your body. Trust me that you don't need a sugar daddy, hallelujah, or a cougar to take care of you. God said, trust me in this hour. Oh God. God said, trust me in this hour. He'll deliver you. He will deliver you. He will amen, take care of you. Oh, God, hallelujah. So the enemy is offering them land. He says, amen. He offered them their own farm. Then he offers them a garden for their food. Then he offers them water. Look what he says. He's 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 appealing to their need at this time. He's appealing to what he feels like they need. Again, it was it was hard times right now in Jerusalem. He, he's appealing to them. Amen. Until they meant until this is what he tells them. He says until you can be taken to another country like the one that you're currently in. Come on now. Come on now. Listen what the enemy does. He's playing with them. He's playing with them. He says, you're going to have all of this. If you surrender all your goods, if you surrender all your valuables, if you give me everything and surrender, he said, I'll let you have a farm. I'll let you have a garden. I'll let you have water. He says, until, look at this, until. You're taken to another country like the one that you're currently in. So in other words, amen, his word, amen, is superficial. His word has limits to it. His word cannot be trusted because why would I need to go to another country if I'm going to have all my needs met right here? My God, Jesus, if why would you need to depend on somebody else? If God said, I am a supplier of all your needs, why do you need to call somebody else up and ask them for something when God said, all you got to do is pray to me and I'll answer and give you exactly what you need? Why? My God. So he's playing with them. In other words, the enemy is telling them that they are not going to lose anything if they surrender to the Assyrian army. Lies. That's a lie. They're going to lose a whole lot. Amen. Because they're going to be taken into slavery. So let me tell you something. Now, listen to this. When you succumb to the enemy's advances, when you succumb to what the enemy is offering, guess what? You now become a slave to the enemy. Woo. You now are a slave to the enemy. So don't get involved with the enemy. Don't get involved with his proposition. You don't want to hear it. So now God says, be careful of the deals that you will come, that will come your way. Somebody needs to hear this. There are going to be some deals that are going to come your way. 
during this time right now in this COVID-19 and maybe the Lord is speaking to me. Listen, the word always got to reach me first, right? Before I give it to you. God said, be careful of the deals that are going to come your way during this time, because one of those deals is a setup for your demise. Oh my God. One of those deals is a setup for your demise. And guess what you have to do? You have to be able to have the spirit of discernment. Remember I told you to guard your ear gaze. Don't allow the enemy to say everything and anything from you. So when the deal comes along and it is of the enemy, you will be able to hear the spirit of God say, uh-uh, not that one. Uh-uh, don't touch that one. Uh-uh, don't go through that door. Uh-uh, don't sit down and do business with them. Uh-uh, uh, don't listen to them. You got to be able to trust and hear from the Lord what the Lord is saying. So God is saying, be careful. I don't know who this is for, but be careful of the deals that will come your way during this time, because one of those deals is a setup for your demise. Jesus, my God, you got to be careful. Because some of us are about to walk into some things that we've never walked in before. God is about to give us some things that we've never had before. Some of the prayers that we have been praying, some of the wealth that we've been waiting for, some of the deliverance that we wanted in our lives and in our family lives. God said, I'm about to bring those things to pass, but you got to be able to hear the instructions that I give with that. You got to be able to hear the instructions that he give with that. My God. So now the enemy in verse chapter 36, verse 18. Amen. He begins to boast on himself. The enemy begins to boast about himself. He says, has any nation. Amen. He says, have any nation. Ever gained the victory over the Assyrian nation. Look at him boasting on himself. He says, have any nation have ever gained the victory over the Assyrian nation. He said, he's telling them, he's talking to the people. Listen what he's telling the people. He said, do you think your God, do you think your God a, will deliver Jerusalem from the king of Assyria? Look at him. He's boasting in himself. That's what the enemy does. He gets puffed up. He gets prideful. He begins to boast in himself. Look what he says. Do you think your God, my God, can deliver you from the king of Assyria? Uh, verse 36, um, excuse me, chapter 36, verses 20 through 22, Hezekiah representative does something there. Look what they do. Look what the Bible says that they do. The representative remains silent. They remain silent during this time. They don't say anything during this time. Hezekiah representatives are silent during this time. They obeyed what the king told them to do. It meant they sat there and they listened to the Assyrian men and they were silent during this time. Look what, look, oh my God, look how God gave this thing to me. He says, oftentimes, when you look, look, look at this, when you look at the X-Men movie, right? Look at, look at this. God brought this to me. I said, you're right, God. <laughs> Listen, to, look at this. When you look at the X-Men movie, right? Uh, you will find out that the enemy makes public um became public the the x-men before they became the enemy becomes public that's what i want to say the enemy becomes public he begins to 
um, terrorize the people of the world. He begins to um, wreak havoc in the cities and the communities of the people, right? The X-Men, right? The, the bad ones, the ones that are with Magneto, they begin to terrorize the people. They become public. They don't care that people know that they are who they are. They become public and 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 and, and they make open threats to the people. Y'all look, look at the movie. They make open threats to the people and to kill them and to destroy the world and the people people of the world. Amen. They make, amen. They make these threats, right? To the people and the world, right? They become public and, and, and what takes place while, while the enemy is making himself public, amen. While the X-Men that are with Magneto make themselves public and making a grand announcement and boasting their power and their strength, amen. The X-Men, amen, that are with Charles Xavier, they remain silent. Oh my God, they remain silent at the time. And, and King Hezekiah men, they remain silent. Those that are uh, representing the children of Israel, representing Jerusalem, they remain silent for a moment. Uh, just for a moment, just for a moment, they remain silent. Uh, amen. Somebody say, go silent for a moment. Some of y'all have to go silent in this hour for a moment. My God, somebody type in there, go silent for a moment. You got to go silent for a moment in this hour. Amen. Because the only way that you're going to get clear instructions from God is if you go silent. Amen. You can't allow people to talk into your ear gaze and you cannot be doing a lot of talking yourself, but you got to go silent for a moment. Amen. Hallelujah. Exodus 14 and 14 says the Lord will fight for you. You and, and you have only and you have to only be silent. Look at that. Exodus 14 and 14 says the Lord will fight for you and you only have to be silent. Don't y'all realize when the enemy is boasting and making a lot of noise, all you got to do is go silent because God said, I got this. The battle is not yours, but it belongs to the Lord. God said, I got this. I'm going to fight on your behalf. All you got to do is go silent for a moment. Uh, when you go silent, that time, amen, that's the time to strategize and go into prayer prayer. Amen. When you go silent for a moment, that's the time for you to strategize and go silent into prayer. Amen. One or three, one of one of three things are going to happen. When you go silent and you go into prayer, you can ask God to deliver you from your enemy, or you can ask God to give you victory and conquer your enemy, or you can ask God to destroy your enemy. My God, sometimes you got to go silent and go into prayer. Hallelujah. And say, God, this is what I need you to do. Amen. I don't need this enemy coming back up again, so I need you to destroy them. God, I don't need, I, amen. God, this enemy needs to see that you are the greatest power and that you can give me the victory. Amen. So God, I need you to help me to conquer my enemy in this hour. Amen. Or you can ask God to deliver you from your enemy. God, move that enemy away from me that they will not come nigh unto my dwelling ever again. Amen. You can ask God one of three things when you... 
amen, go into prayer and you begin to strategize, amen. Either way, the victory belongs to you. Either way, you know that God is going to give you the victory. When you go silent, this is the time to hear what God is saying and release your will unto the Lord when you go silent. When you go silent, this is the time to increase your faith that God is going to turn and respond immediately. When you go silent, somebody say it's time to go silent. Hallelujah. It's time to go silent. Amen. The remnant, if you're part of the remnant, amen. If you're part of the X-Men, it's time for you to go silent for a second. It doesn't mean that you're going to be in the background, but it means that you got to stop talking for a second. It doesn't mean that God is not do- using you. Amen. It just means that you got to stop, stop talking for a second. Amen. You got to go silent for a moment. As the remnant, this is not the time to say everything until the appointed time. You got to be able to hear God when God is saying, now it's time for you to release it. You got to be able to hear God when God is saying, now it's time for you to do it. This is not the time for the remnant, amen, to just be all over willy-nilly doing everything. But you got to understand something. As the remnant, as the X-Men, this is not the time for you to reveal everything that God is doing in your life, it's time to go silent for a second and go into prayer. Somebody said, go silent, go silent, go silent. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Go silent. The Bible said that the king, the king's men went silent. Amen. They didn't say anything. They didn't say anything at this time. Amen. We're going to do a part three next week. I'm going to end right there because we're right here at the eight o'clock hour. All right. I'm in part three next week. Part three. I'm telling y'all this is going to be phenomenal. I mean, I'm enjoying this word. I, I hope you all are enjoying this word, but you got to go silent right now. Go silent just for a second, just for a minute and listen to what God is saying. Hear what the spirit of the Lord has to say to you. Hear what God wants, the instructions that God wants to give you. Hear what God is saying, how you need to maneuver and operate in this hour, in this time that we're living. Because some of y'all, God is saying, because God is saying, when I release you again, when I release you and I open up the floodgates for you, God saying, hallelujah, amen. You ain't going to be silent for a long time. So sometimes you got to go silent so that you can get and understand the strategic plan that God wants you to have in this time. Hallelujah. Go silent. So we pray that you have received something from the word of God on tonight. We pray that you are blessed from the word of God on tonight. We pray that you, amen, join us back on next week, Tuesday at 7 o'clock p.m. We'll be back for part three of the X-Men. This is a series. This is a series. I love it. Let me tell you something. God is going, God showed me something today. And I said, my God, God, I got, I got, I got to say it tonight. And God said, no, no, not yet. Not yet. Listen, I'm trying to tell you, God showed me something today. And I was, I was floored. I was like, wow. Okay. Cause I, I love the word of God and I love teaching the word of God and I love ministering the word of God. So you got to go silent in this hour. So I'm excited for you all. I want you, I want to pray on tonight. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, that's the ones I want to talk to on tonight for just a moment. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, we want to pray with you. It's simple. For those that are watching now, all you got to do is, if you want to, you can type in the chat box, I want to be saved. And we're going to pray specifically with you 
You can also, amen, you can also email us. You can also, amen, email us at either one of our emails and say, I want to be saved. And we will, amen, pray with you. Amen. But we're going to pray on tonight. I'm praying that you all will begin, that you all will trust God. Trust God in this hour. Trust him in this hour. He's doing something special in this hour for the remnant, with the remnant. The remnant has to come forth and they are coming forth. Listen, people have moved off the scene and there are some people, they're not even going to come back to the forefront. They're not even going to be in that same place, in that same position. They're not going to be. And God said, I strategically move them so that I can put who I need there. And you're part of that. You're part of that remnant. You're part of the X-Men. So we want to pray for those who are not saved on tonight. Salvation is simple. Salvation is a faith matter. It's a belief matter. It meant that you believe that Jesus Christ, that he came, he died, he rose, that he died and he shed his blood and he rose on the third day. And that he ascended back up into heaven and he's coming back again for his church. That church means you and I, the ecclesia, not the building, the people, the believers, all right, that have um, confessed Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. Salvation is easy. All you is a faith matter, as I said. All you got to do is ask God to come into your life. And you could pray this prayer. Say, Lord, come into my life. I believe that you are the son of God and that you died, you shed your blood and you rose again and that you're coming back again. Jesus, come into my life and save me on today. Save me and forgive me of all of my sins. Wash me in your blood. Forgive me and come into my heart and in my life. I believe that you are the son of God. I want to live a life that is pleasing to you, Jesus. And I'll say like my bishop always say, tell the Satan, you don't have to fire me. I quit. And I'm going to live for Jesus Christ. In Jesus name, we pray. And if you believe that prayer and you said that prayer, then you are saved right now. God has saved you and your life has changed. And so we thank God for coming into, amen, the family of Jesus Christ. So if Christ was to come back right now within the next hour and you just got saved within the hour, then you're going to go right back with him. And so we thank God with everybody else that have been saved for years. It doesn't matter. As long as you believe and you've confessed your sins. Amen. And so we believe on today. And so we thank God for each and every one of you. We want to pray, as always, with you all on tonight. Join us back on next Tuesday at the hour of 7 o'clock p.m. We will be back here for part three of the X-Men, the time of the remnant, the time of the remnant. Um, so if you still need prayer, and we'll be back here tomorrow morning at 6.30 a.m. for breaking up, excuse me, for breaking up day prayer conference call 
15 minutes can change your life. Lately, we've been going over 15 minutes, but still 15 minutes can change your life. <laughs> Amen. So you can email us if you have a prayer request or you want me to pray specifically with you, then we will do that. We definitely will do that. We definitely um, believe in the power of prayer, prayer, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. And so we believe in prayer on tonight. And so we thank God for you, 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 and you. If you want to be a blessing, some people have contacted me. Some people have, um, hit, listen, I've had people that have hit me up and told me they want to tithe to overcome our outreach Christian center. Yes. Uh, we are in church. We are in ministry. Some people have started tithing to our ministry. And so we thank God for them and we bless God for them. This is good ground. Trust me when I tell you. And not only that, amen, we are all all donations, all offerings are tax deductible. If you desire to sow a seed, if you desire to be a blessing, then you can do so um, via our cash cash app and you can be a blessing to our ministry. And so we thank God for you. And yes, it is tax deductible. We are 501c3 uh, recognized. Amen. And so we thank God for you, 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 and you. So let us pray on tonight. Don't forget Saturday, 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 for those of you who came on a little late and you have to watch the video late. All right. We're going to pray after this Saturday. All right. Saturday, uh, we'll be Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and on live on our podcast through Podbean, through on our podcast through Podbean. Uh, we will be talking and interviewing Thomas W. Dorch Jr., the chairman of 100 Black Men of America. Um, we will be talking to him. We will be talking about the organization 100 Black Men of America. We'll definitely be talking um, and interviewing him and talking about the organization and what they do and how they do it and how you all can connect with them, a phenomenal organization that has been around for a long, long time. And so uh, we'll also be talking about his book, The Miracle of of mentoring. We'll be talking about his book, The Miracle of Mentoring. So join us Saturday, this coming Saturday at 12 noon for this exciting time. Amen. We will be talking with him um, and talking about the organization 100 Black Men of America. Um, the chairman is um, Thomas W. Dorch Jr. If you don't know who he is, look him up. Phenomenal man, phenomenal, prolific man, phenomenal, has done great great, great, great things. And so you can look him up and you can see who he is. And we'll be talking with him on this coming Saturday live, um, YouTube live, um, Facebook live and pod being live. Now, if you, um, if you are, um, if you are want to look as um, far as our YouTube, then subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Our YouTube channel is um, uh, Pastor BJ Connections, Pastor BJ Connections, and our um, pod being in iTunes as well as iTunes. You can listen to us, Pastor BJ Connections in iTunes. So he will be with us um, from 100 um, Black Men of America, um, Thomas W. Dorch Jr., Saturday at 12 noon be with us. Amen. And so we thank God for him accepting the invitation to be part of our platform. I'm so happy and so excited. We got some other great guests that are coming and will be a part of what we're doing as well. So stay tuned, stay connected. All right. And pastor, that's what I, that's, that's what I do. 
right? Pastor BJ Connections. I connect people with resources, connect people with people, entities, people. That's what I do. I love it and I do it and I do it. And thank God has given me the grace to do it. And so I thank God for it. And so I connect you. I, I even connect people with their 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 t- gifts and their talents and their callings and what they're supposed to be doing. And so that's what I do. And so I, I've learned to accept it. So I thank God for you all. God bless you all. Let us pray on tonight. Father, we thank you. We bless your name, God. We love you on t- tonight. We thank you for allowing us, Lord God, to receive of your word on tonight. We thank you, Lord God, for those that are going to look back on, during this um, broadcast and they're going to begin to, Lord God, accept you as their personal Lord and Savior. We thank you for souls being saved. We thank you for people being delivered. We thank you, Lord God, for how you're going to bless your people even now. God, I pray that your word will be hid in our hearts, that we may not sin against thee, God, that we will make it applicable to our lives, that we will carry it out, that we will walk it out, that we will, Lord God, hallelujah, meditate on it day and night in Jesus' name. We thank you for all of those that have come in and chimed in, that have been a part of this Bible study on tonight. We pray, Lord God, that you will begin to move upon their life. We pray that you will begin to answer their prayers. God, I pray God, that you will begin to give them a strategic plan to be able to do what you have called them to do in such a time as this. Thank you, God, because you're bringing forth the remnant. Thank you, God, because you're strategically placing us where we need to be at. Thank you, God, before the anointing, the fresh wind and the fresh anointing that is going to be upon our lives during this time in this hour. God, I thank you because even now, Lord God, some people want to live their greatest lives even during COVID-19. Some people are going to get their greatest blessings even during COVID-19. Some people are going to, Lord God, be financially better off than they've ever been in their life. Even during COVID-19, we thank you and we bless you, God, for all the doors that are opening for uncommon favor. I've been saying it, God, you're granting uncommon favor, uncommon favor. I thank you for putting, Lord God, hallelujah, our names in somebody's great mouth. I thank you, Lord God, for opening up those doors, hallelujah, that no man can open, Lord God. I thank you, Father, because now is the time, Lord God, that you're bringing forth the remnant, the X-Men that you have called and that, Lord God, that's going to do great work, Lord God, that's going to be strong and do great exploits in your name. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we bless you. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Amen, amen, and amen. We thank God for you, 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 and you. Thank you so very much. Join us tomorrow morning at 6.30 a.m. We'll be right back here for Breaking Up Day Prayer Conference Call. 15 minutes can change your life. We are excited. Hallelujah for what God is doing and the lives of the believers. Keep holding on, keep focused, and don't allow the enemy to distract you because God got something so great in store for you. And you just got to believe it and receive it. God bless you. We love you. Amen. God bless you, Alyssa. Hey, hey, brother Georgie. Amen. Hallelujah. My big brother. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Alyssa Wiles, a Wiles World Worldwide. Chime in and tune in with her on Saturdays at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Chime in and be with her on the that time. Amen. So we thank God for you all. Listen, this coming Thursday night, I told you all before that Alyssa and I, amen, for the month of August, amen, we will just be recapping some of our our, our, our awesome topics and shows that we had did for Let's Have the Conversation. We'll be back in the month of September, amen, with new, new shows, new topics, and ready to go. And so chime in 
uh, Thursday nights. You can still look at some of those things. We're going to recap those things and put them back on our um, news feed for you all to watch if you missed it. All right. So we thank God for you all. Love you much. See you tomorrow morning. Have an awesome, awesome night. Oh, and don't forget about the Bow Summit. Register. Amen. Register today. Go to our website and register. <clears throat>